Welcome to the Advanced Relationship Podcast. This is your host, Jenny Morrow, and I am thrilled that you are here learning how to have the most intimate, loving, and powerful relationships on the planet. You are here learning what it takes to truly create the most intimate, loving, and powerful relationships on the planet. There is nothing that I am more passionate about than learning and experiencing this in my own life. And it's really the reason that I've started this podcast to connect with others who are ready to take it to the next level and learn how to do advanced relationships and become someone that can make this happen. Today, I'm going to talk about what questioning my religious beliefs had to do with advancing my relationships. We'll also look at why this might matter to you. And I'm going to tell you how you can get a free gift for listening in today. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about me and how I got to where I am today and why this might matter to you. I was born and raised in the Mormon religion in the state of Utah. So what does that even mean? Some, some of you listeners may have an idea of what that means. Some of you may not know anything about the Mormon religion. Some of you may know a Mormon or two. Some of you may be from Utah, Mormon or not Mormon. So I'm going to tell you what this meant for me. From the time I was a baby, I was seen as being a part of an eternal family. I attended church for three hours every Sunday for the first 30 years of my life. I was taught a doctrine that was seen as literal truth and essential to my salvation or me being with my family and those I loved throughout all of eternity. I lived in a state where nearly 50% of the population was Mormon and where 90 to 95% of the people I knew and spent time with were also Mormon. I attended seminary through high school, which meant that each day I had one class where I would leave the high school and walk across the street to the seminary building and learn about Mormon doctrine, hang out with other Mormons, and study the Mormon scriptures. And I loved Mormonism. I loved it so much that when I got to college, I took a class similar to seminary for college students called Institute. And so along with my four years of college classes, I also took four years of Mormon Institute classes. Throughout this time, I put in hundreds of hours during the week attending church youth groups while growing up, accepting volunteer callings, acting as the president of my Mormon-sponsored sorority, a counselor in my Mormon women's group, I did a study abroad with the Mormon College BYU's program to Israel, and even now remembering all of this really does kind of light me up. There was something about spending so much time focused on the existential questions of life with a social group that really just lit me up. And it wasn't just the social aspect that I valued. In my quiet meditative moments, I had the figures of God and Christ as images that always loved me. And I could imagine that they were aware of me and knew of my joys and my pain and that one day they would save me from all of my heartache. So the question is, what was the problem? There were two things that happened. First, every once in a while something would happen that just didn't match my perspective as Mormonism being, quote, the way to eternal life and happiness. 
For example, I would meet someone who was genuinely good and aware and seemed at real peace within themselves, and yet they weren't Mormon and they had no interest in it. Another example is that I would watch Mormons who would use the Mormon doctrine as something with which to judge others, to separate themselves and be different than other human beings. And I would vacillate myself between pride and doing this myself and believing that I was what what we call ourselves to be a peculiar people, believing that somehow I had something special that other people didn't. And sometimes that would bring a sense of pride or worthiness or even just safety. So I would vacillate between that and also feeling uncomfortable. That something about separating myself or watching others separate themselves in that way, that somehow it wasn't, quote, right. That somehow it didn't match reality um, as completely as, I don't know, something in me just sometimes it just didn't settle well. So another thing is I would see unhealthy habits in Mormon traditions. Things like a lot of sugar and desserts. Always needing to be busy. So fixated on staying positive that there wasn't always room for the experience of something negative without it being about Satan or the dark side. I experienced the shaming of normal, healthy sexual development. And every once in a while, I would come across something about Mormon history that didn't make sense and seemed confusing. When these things came up, I would put them on what, you know, religious questioners sometimes call the shelf. You know what it's like if you've ever had a shelf or closet or drawer And when you don't know what to do with something, you put it there. And in a way, it gives you some space from it, knowing that you can attend to that thing at some later date when you have more energy or more information or you're just more ready. So that's where these things went. Then in my mid-20s, I began to realize that the thing I had always wanted more than anything else was a deep romantic relationship with a man who was completely devoted to me and an intimate family life. And I found myself wondering who really has this and what are the secrets to truly creating it. At the time, I was working for a web design and PR firm and I remember being on the phone talking with a client and wanting to know more about his relationship life than the website he wanted to create. So I decided to go back to graduate school and study relationships. I got my master's degree in marriage and family therapy And I began a path dedicated to seeing the truth about intimate, loving, and powerful relationships. When I began working as a therapist 12 years ago, I was mostly working with Mormon men and women. Both of the agencies that I worked for were bishop referrals, meaning that clients were referred by their Mormon bishops to come in and work on something. I began to ask, if Mormonism is the only way and being Mormon is a great advantage, then why are Mormons struggling in their intimate relationships just as much as everyone else? Things came to a head about two years into my work as a therapist as I was working with a particular gay Mormon client. While many Mormons are accepting of the experience of being gay, ultimately the current doctrine and policies are such that if someone chooses to have a gay relationship, that person cannot participate in all of the church activities, rites, and rituals that what they consider a, quote, worthy member can participate in. And in many cases, Mormons who choose to have gay relationships are excommunicated from the Mormon church, meaning that they are removed from the records of the Mormon church unless or until they, quote, repent and choose a heterosexual marriage or celibacy instead. So one day I'm listening to one of my clients who's gay and Mormon, and he tells me he had a gun in his mouth over the weekend, and I feel rage. I look at this handsome, intelligent, 
loving man, and I thought, not okay. You have too much to give and too much to experience. Why would you want to die? And I knew why he wanted to die. We had spoken about it many times. We had talked about his love for another man and simultaneously his deep fear of spiritual rejection by family, friends, and the God he believed in. And in that moment, something changed in me. After 30 years of making choices based on a certain worldview, I could see for the first time that it may greatly benefit someone I cared about to leave the Mormon church and make choices from a different worldview. And then I did a practice I often practice when I'm with my clients. And in my mind, I asked myself, Jenny, would you be willing to do what you're asking him to do? Would you be willing to leave the Mormon church if you knew it could enrich your life and help you have the relationships you really want? And suddenly I saw in this client's eyes a mirror of a desire I had in my own eyes to be me. Even though I'm not gay, I realized that in order to experience the love life and intimate family relationships that I really wanted, I would need to step up and be willing to live life the way I was teaching clients to live it, authentically. And that meant I would need to stop pretending, I would need to stop trying to prove myself, and I would need to stop using niceness to try and earn love. And that began a journey of some life decisions that brought me out of religion, allowed me to explore my beliefs about love, led me to develop a comprehensive process for how to create the most intimate, loving, and powerful relationships on the planet, and best of all, to get engaged for the first time to the love of my life at age 37. And I am here to say that if I can do it, so can you. This doesn't mean you'll need to leave your religion or wait until age 37 to get engaged. What it does mean is that you can learn a specific process with tools and techniques for questioning your, quote, religious beliefs. And not just about religion, but also about time and money and careers and the roles that we play in life and what love is really about. In order to create the love life and intimate relationships you have always wanted. We aren't going to go into any specifics of what those beliefs might be today. We have lots of time ahead. And I cannot wait to connect and be on this journey with you. And I'm offering a free gift to anyone who is listening today. So click on the link on the show notes below to get your free copy of the Intimacy Blueprint and learn what it takes to stop feeling anxious, unloved, and unseen in your most important relationships. And begin getting all of the love, support, commitment, and attention you truly want. And if you want to help others find this amazing podcast, Remember to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes, and I will talk to you soon.